Hello and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. Guys, I'm Cameron Walker, owner and founder of The Coffee Nook, the cafe that produces this podcast. Now, The Daily Grind looks into our regular customers from The Coffee Nook who also happen to be business owners. And we look into their story and their business journey and what got them to where they are so far. We're based on a little industrial estate here in Mansfield with plenty of business owners and we have new business owners each and every week. Some of them are just starting, some of them have been doing it for 18 plus years. Guys, this week I sat down with Glenn from Vivo Coffee. Now this week we switched it a little bit. Now Glenn is our coffee supplier here at the Coffee Nook, so technically we are his customer. But we've, I've had a long-standing relationship with Glenn and we had a great chat about how he got started in Vivo Coffee and his tips and advice for those starting out in business. So jump in and have a listen, guys. This one's a cracker. Daily Grind users, welcome back to another episode. Today we have Glenn from Vivo Coffee joining us. Vivo Coffee is our coffee supplier here at the Coffee Nook. We absolutely love their Venezia blend that we use. And we thought it'd be a bit interesting today to get someone that we're a customer of in and have a chat to them and, and Glenn and how he got started within Vivo Coffee. So Glenn, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, Cameron. Nice to be here. Um, tell us a bit about Vivo Coffee and how it started, because it's not a, it wasn't a, I've got an idea to start a coffee company, let's start it kind of story. It was a little bit of a different origin story, wasn't it? Yeah, it's more a, um, a story about, uh, I liked it so much, I bought the company, really. Yeah. Uh, I started uh, many years ago uh, working for Lavazza Coffee um, in, in Queensland, then moved to Melbourne in a general manager's role. Uh, and, the, and my family was very young then, we had very small children. Um, and when we made the decision to come back up to Brisbane, um, we, uh, we, there was a lot of travel involved in this general manager's role. And yep. Um, I decided to start my own business way back then, and it was in hospitality and um, uh, supply of chai tea products. Yep. Early days, there was no coffee involved, but yes. uh, we, we went down that path. So I just got accustomed to the industry generally. I made a lot of uh, good connections and contacts, and it's a, it's a fantastic network of people, um, yep. especially in Brisbane. Um, and from that uh, was an opportunity to uh, join the Merlot team. Yes. So I started with Merlot Coffee in a, in a sales manager's role and uh, took over and started off uh, Vivo Coffee. It's very early days. It was yeah. basically a, a black bag of coffee. Yep. No marketing, no fuss, no bother. It was just uh, just a, a bag of beans yep. uh, being sold out to, to um, Merlot customers that they couldn't provide. Yep. And it started from there, really. I uh, um, developed the marketing yep. um, with a couple of good people inside Merlot. Um, but we took it uh, to, a, to a level over a two or three year period yeah. um, and at the time Merlot was looking to uh, divest the business mm-hmm. and my wife and I um, thought a little long and hard about it mm. and uh, decided to make a purchase and take a leap. Yeah. So uh, and since then we haven't looked back. It's been fantastic. Say, what a leap it's been. <laughs> it's been a huge leap. <laughs> been, so that was what, four? Uh, yeah, we bought the business almost five years ago now. Wow. Um, and I worked for them for about five years before that. So I've been involved with Vivo for about 10 years. Yeah. Roughly. Let's touch a little bit um, going back onto you said you were doing your chai tea products and all the rest of it. Yep. And the coffee. Because yep. you had a similar story to what we've got here at the Coffee Knock with you just kind of put the door up and sell yep. some coffee. Yep. Um, tell us a little bit about that. What happened with that side of the business? Oh, yeah, cafe? Coffee? Yeah. Yeah, well, we obviously when we bought the business, we bought a warehouse uh, to run our operation from. Uh, it's a great little location down on Lytton Road, Morningside. Mm. Um, and there was a, it was an old showroom space for a. Uh, they used to have electrical appliances in it before we bought yep. the warehouse. 
So there was, we set up our racking in the warehouse, we set up our office upstairs, and we had this space at the front um, yep. that was next showroom yep. that uh, we converted into a cafe. And it was, it was about 15 squares, it was yep. not a big space. Um, and from day one, we've just progressively grown probably record week after record week. Yep. Uh, really great support locally from businesses and, and uh, the people who are coming from Belimba and Morningside and Cannon Hill, mm. uh, all the neighbouring areas. Um, and uh, yeah, progressively we've uh, expanded it now. We, we can seat up to 80 people yeah. uh, in our little cafe space. Saturdays and Sundays, uh, you know, sometimes you have to book. Uh, it just to pumps get in down there. there. Yeah, it just cranks. So uh, over the over the moon about how successful yep. that's become and, and, you know, obviously like your business, yep. Cameron, it's... We put it down to you know really good staff, yep. um, good products obviously, um, but a lot of care in, in how they serve the customer yep. with products and food and coffee obviously. You had, as you said, your own chai tea business in the early days, that kind of supplying. Did you always want to be a business owner? I mean, obviously now you've moved into being, you know, purchasing Vivo and, and becoming a business owner. Was that always something that was a dream of yours? Yeah, I think um, probably not at the front of mine, but, yeah. uh, you know, I've worked for some pretty big companies in, and always progressed quickly yeah. um, through sales roles. So I guess at the heart of it, I've always been a little bit entrepreneurial. It's yeah. just I was working for someone else. Yeah making them money mm. rather than trying to you know satisfy my family's needs so um yeah it's uh i guess i guess i've always had that um yeah. drive yep um but i really enjoy obviously doing it for myself yeah. yeah and what was that like going from the being in the management to being the owner obviously um we've had a few people on the show that have been through that yep. and say that the learning curves just kind of <laughs> steep uphill because oh. you can see one side of it but then when you're actually there and you're looking at the numbers and the figures week to week it's a completely different story yeah i guess uh well my example is is uh really dramatic mm. uh you know when i left uh, lavazza coffee i was general manager of sales i was uh, looking after each state manager each state manager had um, a team of sales people mm. um, so you know i think at its peak we had about 80 80 staff that i was responsible for directly yeah uh, so when you leave that and start your own business, you're yeah. responsible for yourself. Yep. Uh, and uh, you don't have the uh, the business um, bank balance to work with. Yes. You know, it's your own mortgage and your own yep. back pocket. So my, I don't think you can get much steeper than the trend, transition yeah. that I had going from yep. uh, that so, uh, that employment yep. um, position to a self-employed person. So mm. um, I take my hat off. Uh, to every person who's in their own small business, mm. it's um, it's a never-ending grind. Yep. Um, sometimes thankless, yep. um, but God, it's rewarding when, when especially when you you know you keep customers happy and, yeah. and the things growing. Exactly. What do you think has led to your growth and success over the past five years in Vivo Coffee since you've taken it on? Oh, undoubtedly excellent customers, like like your good self, and the uh, customer service. <laughs> from no, I, think, I think that's uh, at, at the heart of it. Um, you know, I, I don't really see a difference between our cafe business, where yep. we try and serve our customers exceptionally, mm. and create an environment where they're you know comfortable and happy and on a daily basis. Yep. I really don't see any difference with that in our wholesale business because yep. we're trying to do the same thing, trying to keep our wholesale customers. Uh, engaged and up to date with latest trends and you know and it's a real interaction because there's so much going on in this yep. industry all the time um, you know you have to 
listen and, and share as much as you can. Yeah. And you know, I think what you're doing here today is, is a really good example of that. So. Thank you. Yeah. What allowed you to keep up with the demand and growth as you grew? Great stuff. Um, you yeah. know, I think um, the early days when, especially where I went from, you know, being multinational to self-employed. Mm. You get to a point where you know you're so busy and, and you just can't do everything yourself. Uh, there's absolutely no way, and I think a lot of people fail where they they don't uh, realise that they have to take that next step, mm. and and it's a hard step to take. Yeah. But it's one that you have to make mm. if you want to be in business and you want to have a you know small to medium sized business. Yeah. You have to rely on other people. Yeah. You have to. Um, give the reins over to other yeah. people and you have to uh, you know be confident um, that they're going to do a good job yeah because at, at the heart of it I think you know staff generally want to do a good job they want to mm. be recognized and they want to be valued mm -hmm. um, so I think if you do that and you get the right people yeah you know that's you, that's half the battle what's the biggest challenge you faced and how did you overcome it I don't think we've had our biggest challenge yet I think that's still to come yeah uh, I'm not sure what that is or what it looks like but um, you know, just being uh, adaptive or adaptable to change yep. because it does change yeah. quickly. Opportunities present themselves mm. really quickly. Yep. Um, uh, one of my, from a previous life, a previous business, um, you know, one of the um, directors always told me to watch out for the, for the downside. Yep. You know, when everything's going great, it's yep. great. And you can, you know, you can spend and you can yep. look at other opportunities, but always keep an eye on okay what if the worst thing happens mm -hmm. what, what does that look like and yep. how do I prepare for that yep. because you know that's the top, that's what you're going to run into a lot of trouble with yep. I think where do you think the coffee and industry is heading over the next 10 years obviously there's a lot of things in terms of technology being brought in I know you and I were talking about it just last week yep. um, you know automatic tampers and grinders and all this new technology coming in yep. where do you think the coffee industry is going over the next 10 years Oh, I have absolutely no idea, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can I can probably look out a couple of years, mm. but if you look back ten years yeah. to where coffee was in this country, it's amazing where it's right now, and the potential for the next ten years. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's incredible. I think I think there's probably going to be um, a little bit of automation in in equipment. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think some of the top end machines are commercially probably not doable in the majority of cafes. Yeah. Um, you know, we use, as you appreciate, we use a Wager mm. uh, machine and uh, Mazza grinders. Yeah. And they're, they're great for us. They're yeah. a really solid performer. Yeah. They're, you know, really easy to manage and maintain, both for the yeah. customer and for us. We've never had one break down on us in all the years I've been using it. Well, there you go, yeah. Well, we yeah. service them every, every six months yeah. and, you know, we try and stay on top of the maintenance yeah. the daily stuff. Um, but yeah, I, th I just think commercially, uh, you know, it's quite a risk if you, if you, you know, um, both from a wholesaler's point of view and the customer's point mm. of view, whoever's paying for the, for the equipment, um, you know, you want to try and keep your capital in your bank account, not, mm. not necessarily on equipment. Yeah. Um, so I think there's probably going to be a tightening up of, you know, capital. Yeah. Um, you know, leases are going up, power's going yeah. up, wages are going up, super's going up, work cover's going up, everything, all of the fixed costs of a business are going up. So, you know, I think it has to be a tightening up of, you know, expenses you can uh, mm. control get your margin out of it otherwise what's the point in doing it exactly particularly in the hospitality industry it is such a tight industry as it Absolutely. is anyway you've yep. really got to love it to be in it oh yeah yep it's um, all encompassing but it's interesting like you know you do look back over the last 10 years and you think there wasn't a coffee shop on every corner mm. you go into the odd shopping center and there might be one here and there but people didn't just go out and buy coffee 
you know, or oh, three, right. four coffees a day, whereas now they are. It's like, what's going to happen in the next 10 years, you know? Are we going to have... Yep. You, you go down somewhere like... We were in the Mulaney on the weekend, and I was talking to my girlfriend about all the different businesses there. They've got one butcher, they've got one hairdresser, they've got one of this, and about 10 coffee shops yeah, all competing, yeah. you know? They're yep. just popping up everywhere. Everyone's having a go and having a crack. Well, I think, um, um, yeah, a lot of people think that there is money to be made in coffee. Mm. And, and, you know, if you're a good operator, there you can be. Yeah. But it is it is the sort of business where people don't really um, consider opposition yeah. as competition. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you had a butcher, if you yeah. had five butchers in the street, yeah. they wouldn't all make money. No. Um, so, you know, you can twist the food offer, you can twist the service, you can twist the, mm. the type of business and yep. still have coffee. And, you know, I spent a fair bit of time in uh, Sydney and Melbourne as well, checking out, um, uh, not only AFL football, yes. but, uh, you know, having a look, good look around at what's what's emerging, the new yeah. trends, and um, even just the look of places, yep. um, which I find absolutely fantastic. Uh, but it's a, it always amazes me where you see coffee popping up, yep. um, you know, at the front of a, a bookshop where they yeah. move things back and just... You know, put a little coffee machine yep. at the front on the street. Everyone um, wants it these days. Yep, carpet shops. I've yep. seen it in um, pet food stores. Yeah, I've right. seen it. You know, just weird, weird places. Yeah. Uh, we've got a really good example here in Brisbane, um, uh, over at uh, IGA at Carina. Yeah. Um, you know, I've known the the owners of that store for thirty years. Yep. And uh, when they put their little kiosk on at the front. It's now, you know, the, the highest returning piece of real estate in their supermarket. Yeah, well. uh, And these guys have been around for, you know, nearly 60 years. Yep. So, you know, for a little kiosk, with a really low footprint, yep. to be generating that much turnover for them as yeah. a business owner, you know, it, it, you can't see why it is being added to a lot of other businesses. Yeah. It's always interesting, though, you go to places where there are 10 cafes on a street and one of them or two of them seem to be pumping. Yep. And... If you know coffee, they're the ones you go to. Unfortunately, yep. the other ones get left behind because the locals know where the good ones are. But yep. it's just the way it is. Unfortunately, you've got to be good to, to well, keep up. Yeah, so, and, and competition's good like that mm. because it, you know you can have multiple outlets and it's yep. like a restaurant strip. Yeah. All different cuisines and different yep. styles, but if you're not good at it, it doesn't matter yep. what you're serving. Exactly. Customer attention in your business is obviously key. Um, and you, know, you guys don't have contracts that you make a sign into. You yep. rely on us appreciating what you guys do and we do definitely appreciate that um and it can definitely be in the coffee industry be a bit of a dogfight out there i mean i know we get approached all the time with people coming and going oh you know i'm the new coffee rep for such and such and we'd love to have a chat about your account and um yeah we get approached all the time what have you guys really focused on at vivo to retain those customers uh well i guess it it does come back to customer service Mm. and um you know it sounds might sound old-fashioned and maybe I'm showing my age but you know I think uh, what we've tried to do over the years especially with your family and mm. now your business mm. if you need something we're there yeah um, you know and, and that's not something that is available in a lot of businesses these days yeah um, you know as much as we you know we wish it didn't happen mm. but sometimes you know somebody might be out of decaf on a Saturday morning mm. well give us a call you know yep. if we can fix it we'll be there yep. with a bag of decaf fresh yep. ground whatever you need uh, machine breakdowns, you know, we, we attend to those whenever. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had people ring me at three in the morning saying, well, I've just, you know, lobbed up and we've got an issue with the machine. Mm. You know, your your problems are our problems. Yeah. Because if you're not turning over coffee, we're yes. not turning over business yep. either. Um, so, yeah, just good old-fashioned customer service, I think. 
But you know what? It's starting to go astray these days with all the automation that's happening in other industries and particularly with online businesses these days, people doing high volume, low cost. Yep. Customer service is, in some industries, not there as much anymore. Yep. But I think it's almost now becoming a point of difference again where you can be <laughs> be that point, you know, a point yep. of difference in the industry. It's funny. It just seems like something that's so common that everyone should do. Yep. But it's missing in so many industries that the second that you hit an industry where it's not really happening anymore and you do it yep. all of a sudden you're the top of the game because you're providing well, that customer service yeah i think i think you're right mate and and you know you show it every day in your business too you know i think the customers that keep coming back they appreciate mm. that little the little things yep. it's you know how you going bob you yep. remember their name you probably you know, you got some yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wish i could go yeah. wish i could take more than three days <laughs> off in one stretch uh yeah. but you know the um the, it's the little things like you know your girls downstairs they're mm-hmm. probably watching somebody come across the car park yeah. they've got their coffee half made before they get there and you know yeah. bang there it is you know it's that, that little stuff yeah. and you know I think a lot of businesses don't spend enough time yeah. on that yep there's a cost there's definitely a cost to it yep. but I think if you look at retention mm-hmm. versus trying to pick up the amount of effort you put into putting a new, new person customer. on cold calling yeah you know, it's just, it's a relentless uh, waste of money. Yeah. If you re- if you keep the people happy that you've got, I think that's much better. If you if you want to add products, you know, we, we've built a lot of our business out of adding lines yes. to our um, product portfolio yep. because our customers have asked us to do that. Mm. So why not? Exactly. Uh, you know, it's much easier to add another $10, $15 to an invoice value than go and find another customer, yep. you know, potentially for $200 a week. It's... Yeah. It's a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. Market to the customers you've already got, yeah, not to correct. the new ones. Yep, yep. It's so much easier. Fill their needs. Yes, we've been harassed about avocado on toast, so <laughs> that's something that's in the works at the moment for here. Not easy oh. when you've got a lot of grab-and-go options, but we're working yeah, on yeah, it. Especially so. when the avocado price goes up 40 50%. Oh, exactly. 30%, yeah. But we're working on it. We're working on it. So, um, As business owners, um, being the head honcho of an operation, often um, I know staff or friends can ask me, what do I typically do in a yep. day yep. if I'm not in there working in it directly making coffees? Yep. What does your typical day consist of? Oh, it's a lot of admin these days. Mm. Um, Fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't, um, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't spend a lot of time on the tools. Uh, mm. You know, I try and get, engage customers as much as I can. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of admin. We've We've got a a few different projects going on at the moment with um, you know potentially other sites and, yep. and uh, some new groups that we're looking to work with and mm. so yeah it's just it's working on the business these days it's definitely uh, not working in it yep um, uh, yeah, like I said I like to uh, spend a bit of time in Sydney and Melbourne personally but generally it's a business event that we're going yep. to um, so yeah you know I, I've set set the business up and, and probably a little bit like yourself mm. you know we've um, created some distance so that the staff are now more responsible you know yep. we uh, I don't think there's a person in our business that doesn't get paid the award they're mm. all above award or yep. on salary or yep. you know so we really try and look after our staff that way mm. but we expect you know more than yep. the award in terms of what yes. they're putting into it yeah uh, we love initiative mm. uh, we love you know people thinking for themselves and, yep. and contributing that way and um, you know we we celebrate with infrequent reward programs and you know we really love that aspect of, of people because it yep. helps our business and it, and yep. it gives us uh, um, I guess the the outlook um, that 
you know, it, it's a, it's a buzzy sort of place, and there's, yeah. you know, people, they're not just staff; they're yeah. they're more than that. Yeah, part of the family. It's in, it's an interesting position to be in when you get your business to a point where you can step away and work on it and not in it, because it's that fine line of it's fun and exciting because you've got all these ideas, you got to rein them in and just pick a select few. <laughs> yeah. Then at the same time, you've almost got to create your own work and go well let's break down the tasks and what actually needs to be done here and there's no one standing here going well you have to do this you have to do this you have to do this you have to actually work out in your mind what is that map yeah, what yeah. does it look like it's a yeah like it, you probably have a permanent to-do list yes yep, exactly it never ends the top and keep going through it. <laughs> just go oh there's one there's one there's one they just yeah. keep adding to it but yeah all the fun parts of being a business owner but, yeah and i think it's critical too you got to mm. you, you know if you're if you want to buy yourself a job, you know the easiest thing to do is, is uh, you know, to leave leave a company or whatever. Yeah. Go and buy a cafe and, and just start working the machine. Yeah. Um, you know, plenty of people do that. Yes. But I think if you, if your heart's not a hundred percent in it, that's mm. that wears really thin really quickly. Yeah. Um, and then you feel like you're stuck in yeah. a job. Yeah. And it, and it really becomes a drain. Mm. So, I think if you are the business owner and you can get it to a, a level and, and get it to that point where you are working and it's not maybe not every day no. but you know take a day take mm. a day a week and, and work on it yeah um, step away from it yeah see where you can improve you know talk to other suppliers mm. you know it's always refreshing to get what what else is happening because yep. you, you know if um you're one supplier that you might be dealing with yeah they don't have all the answers yeah but they can certainly you know um uh, shine a light on some some areas that you can work on mm. as well definitely mm. If you weren't in coffee, what would you most likely be doing? Professional golfer, for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, Those Friday money sessions. <laughs> I'd be earning zero. <laughs> but uh, no, if I wasn't in coffee, I think uh, I'd be in some sort of sales yep. role. I love the you know people interaction. I love the mm. you know help. I think at the heart of a good salesperson is is um, it's an empathetic yeah. approach to helping them. Yeah. Uh, you know to to feel the need that they that they've got mm. and to try and come with some sort of solution yeah so i think good good salespeople are really just um you know good people management sort of guys yeah uh, and gals yes um yeah so i, I don't know it'd be it'd be something in Sales. that realm i'd love to be semi-retired but that's not gonna happen for <laughs> years but uh, yeah. you've got too many ideas mate too many ideas. <laughs> there's too many adventures I yeah think. you know this is uh, i think vivo coffee has been a fantastic adventure mm. uh, you know i'm I'm not a, a youngish guy like your good self. So um, this has been really energizing and invigorating yeah. to, to do this at my stage in life. Yeah. Um, and you know, we've already got a couple of programs that are the next step. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff. It is exciting. Um, advice for those starting out in business? You've got to reward yourself. I know it's, it's a hard thing to do sometimes because cash flow you know, dictates what you've got to put back into mm-hmm. the business. Um, if you're starting out, Talk to a lot of people. Go and talk to the people who you think are doing the sort of business that you'd like to be, mm-hmm. and get their story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some might have been we just started from scratch. We borrowed some money. We've got you know family who've kicked in. We've got a partner who's still working full time and is you know funding my crazy adventure. Yep. Um, you know, there's a lot of different stories. Everybody's got mm-hmm. a different approach. Um, but yeah, research I think is is a key. Yeah. In, you know. Understanding exactly what you're getting into, because <laughs> yes. uh, you know it looks great on the outside when yeah. you're leaning up against the coffee machine, yeah. talking to the brewster. Yeah. But when you get on the other side, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, you know you you really got to know what you're jumping into. Yeah. Especially if you're signing leases. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think we're both in the same boat. Mm-hmm. We've had a little bit of um, good fortune mm-hmm. to be uh, not tied necessarily to a lease. Yeah. 
um, we are in our building, so yeah. it's a little bit different, and you know, you're yeah. in your family's building. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you were to sign off a five-year lease or something and get heavily involved financially, yeah. it puts all sorts of pressures on that you yeah. you know you probably don't need. Yeah, great advice. And lastly, what's your all-time favourite album? Well, I'm an in excess tragic. Uh, so Second one we've had. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, we had an in excess a couple of weeks back. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Uh, favorite album? It probably would be maybe Rumours, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably that my, is a great that'd be one of my go-to albums. Yeah. From yeah. Kick back. Can't believe they fired. I know. Fi- I know. What's the point? I know. <laughs> what are they? So, 70, 70 something now. Oh, yeah. You're out, mate. Yeah, you're it's done. not like they're looking at long-term oh, positions. Anyway, mate, thank you so much for taking the time out and join us on the show and share your story and your knowledge. Oh, that was the most painless, Cameron. I appreciate that, That's great. (laughs) Thanks, mate. That wraps up another week's episode, guys, of The Daily Grind. Thanks so much for sticking around and listening to the end. As always, make sure you're subscribed. That way you'll get notified as soon as episodes are released on SoundCloud or on iTunes. And also make sure you're following us over at The Coffee Nook on Instagram and on Facebook. That way you'll be able to stay up to date with what we get up to between episodes. Guys, again, thank you for sticking around and I will speak to you next week.